Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Monday, July 3rd, 2023, and today is our 170th devotional, and we're continuing on with the idea of how Christ was about the Father's business in his teaching to us, and we've made it up to Matthew chapter 7, verses 9 through 11. And it says this, Or what man is there of you whom, if his son ask bread, he will give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father, which shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? So, as we start looking at this and considering it, it's good for us to go back uh, to what we looked at last week and consider that. Um, he was talking about asking, and you'll receive, seeking, and you'll find, knocking, and the door will be opened unto you. And now we get into this, and he says, or what man of you, uh, just likening it to us as individuals. Uh, most of the people that were standing around uh, were probably men. Maybe there there were probably women there too, but he was addressing the men. That was generally how things were done. And as he's addressing the men, uh, he's trying to make this personal with them, uh, but also help them to understand that um, they are not better than God in heaven. And this is one of those funny instances where I have watched myself. I have when I was out witnessing, uh, especially to Muslims, and they would say that uh, Allah is not a God of love. You can't, you know, he doesn't love us like we love our children. And I would tell them, I'm like, so you're saying that you're better than, than our creator. And they have to stop and think about that. And I know not all of them believe that way, but uh, some of them do. And so it, it's interesting when you can take this type of analogy, what Christ is doing here. And, and he just points out that uh, which father, what father, a good father, will not give something that is worthless to a hungry child if he can help it. Uh, now, I know in places like um, Haiti, and there are some places in Africa where they eat mud. Their parents give them mud to eat because that's all they have or bark uh, to eat. But if you have the ability at all, um, you do what you can to give your children food. And I've watched where parents will take and not eat at all so that their children can eat. Uh, that kind of goes against what you see uh, in, in a few of the stories in the Old Testament where parents wind up eating their children, and which is sick. But here, a good father will give his child what they need. They won't give them anything worthless uh, when they have the opportunity to give them something that is of value to them or a, a, something to help them grow. Uh, what father would give something that is harmful? Uh, you see, which father would give a serpent when the child is asking for a fish. Um, and this is something that I just find so interesting. I'm so thankful that I grew up when I did, where I did, 
Um, my dad was not a big fisherman, but he took us fishing all the time. Uh, he would, uh, he made it possible for us to go to the lakes and go fishing, to the streams and go fishing. And I am not the best fisherman. Uh, I would have to leave that with my brother and his sons. Uh, but I do like to go fishing. And uh, if you teach somebody how to go fishing, boy, you can feed yourself for a good long time with just uh, a rod and a reel. You don't even need a reel. You just need uh, a good stick and a line and a hook. And if you know what you're doing, you can catch fish. Um, there's a saying that uh, if you give a person a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach a person to fish, you've fed them for the rest of their lives. Uh, I find it so uh, appalling here in Europe that uh, a fishing license costs almost as much as, as a driver's license. It is an ordeal to try to get a fisher's license. And, and why do we have so many people that are hungry, so many people that are begging on the streets because they've not been taught to fish? And their parents didn't teach them to do what was right. What father would give his child something harmful when there's something that's that's perfectly helpful right there? A fish. It's one of the most nutritious things that you can get a hold of is a fish. And it doesn't take a whole lot to to figure out how to to prepare it so that it is edible. Uh, but here Christ then takes and turns this just a little bit. And down in verse 11, if ye then, being evil, um, it, it's important for us to understand that no matter how good we think we are, we're still evil. Uh, you say, well, that might be you, Walter. You might be an evil person, but I'm not. Well, you know, how many lies do you have to tell to be a liar? Um, just one. Uh, how, many, how many times do you have to blaspheme God's name? to be a blasphemer just once. How many times do you have to be disobedient to your parents to be a disobedient child just once? Uh, <laughs> you break God's law once and you are wicked. You are, are a lawbreaker. You're lumped right in there with murderers and thieves and adulterers. And so let's not kid ourselves here. Let's make sure that we understand what God is talking about here. He lets us know we are wicked, we're evil, we're wretched, but God still loves us. What a wonderful thing. If we, being evil, know how to give good things to our children, how much more your Father, which is in heaven, uh, will he give good things unto them that ask him? So our Heavenly Father, uh, something, things that we need to understand, our Heavenly Father is more compassionate than, than we are, than our earthly father was. Uh, think of how compassionate he is. Um, he gave his only begotten son. I mean, he could have wiped us all out. Look at what we've just come through. We've come through a month of pride, uh, and some people want to turn it into a summer of pride. I, I am of the opinion we should take the rainbow back as Christians. We ought to make flags with the curved rainbow and the godly rainbow and let people know that's ours. It's not theirs. Uh, but he hasn't struck us down yet. He hasn't wiped us out yet. He should. I mean, are we any better than Sodom and Gomorrah? 
Uh, I don't think so. He is long-suffering, and he is compassionate. He is more compassionate to us than our earthly fathers have been. What else can we see here? Our heavenly father is wiser than our earthly fathers. He knows what we need. Um, you know, sometimes as earthly fathers, we give our children things that really wind up hurting them. And, and but our heavenly father is always trying to draw out our, our, our potential, you might say, the most, getting the most out of us, uh, helping us to achieve the most in our lives. And, and I think that's a wonderful thing for us as earthly fathers to, to do with our children is to just help and promote them so that they can achieve what it is that God has put them here for. Um, our Heavenly Father wants us to achieve our potential more than, than our earthly fathers wanted us to achieve our potential. Uh, he wants us to achieve our potential more than we want to achieve our potential. So we need to keep that in mind as we're working through our day and as we're going through life. But just a couple of things just to think about. Uh, he gives us good things to help us on our path to maturity. Uh, he has a goal for us. And what is his goal? His goal is that we be like Christ. In 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, it says this, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed on us, that we should be called the sons of God. Wherefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when we shall, when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope purifieth himself, even as he is pure. If we're in Christ, we are pure. Um, our standing before God is pure, but we realize that there's still sanctification that we need to go through. We need to sanctify ourselves. We need to set ourselves apart. We're set apart to God uh, in in a uh, legal, you might say, a legal uh, sit, uh, standing, but that uh, standing in where we uh, are sanctified in our everyday life, that still has to be worked out. And so he wants us to be pure. And so we need to be looking at how, what does God need to purify in my life? We'll think about that a little bit tomorrow uh, when we look at this, but uh, we know he has such a love for us. He is going to make us into the image of his dear son. Uh, what a wonderful, wonderful uh, promise that he's given to us. And we need to understand that every good thing that we have has come from him. Uh, James chapter 1 verse 17, it says this, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He's not going to give up. He's not going to turn. We're not going to out stubborn him, you might say. Uh, he is going to win in the end. And we might as well just acknowledge it and, and just go along with what he's trying to do in our life. What better privilege can we have than just to know, look at all the good things that he's done for us. And if we acknowledge him, you know, it seems to me that the more we acknowledge the good things he gives to us, the more he pours out on us, the more good things he pours out on us. 
I'm not saying we tr try to bribe God here. Please don't, don't take that away from it. But he loves to give good things to his children. And so just understand that our Heavenly Father is a loving, uh, long-suffering Father, but he is going to accomplish something in our lives. And we might as well either get on the bandwagon with him or suffer the consequences because he's going to do it in our lives. So I hope that's a help to you. I hope that encourages you for today and through this week. Uh, look for what God is doing in your life this week that's good. Uh, and until tomorrow, auf Wiederhören.